Buenos dias from Greenway Parks. This is the Rorschach Argentina update from the 12th of January, 2023. A quick summary of what's going down in Argentina. It's been a slow news week, but we're not complaining. Since the 2nd of January, headlines have been dominated by the trial against the Rugbyers, a group of eight men between the ages of 20 and 24 who have been accused of attacking and killing a 19-year-old outside the nightclub in Vichy Hessel in January 2020. While it's been three years since the attack, only now has the trial begun, and things are not looking bright for the defendants. With videos, testimonies, text messages, and other kinds of evidence available, we can only wonder what strategy their team will use when the time comes for the defense to present their case, especially since they've already been found guilty in the court of public opinion. Speaking of taking someone to court, the Federal Intelligence Agency chief, Agustin Rossi, has filed charges against reporters and media outlets for violating the Intelligence Act, which protects all members of the AFI with secrecy. According to Rossi, the columnists Joaquin Morales Sola from La Nación newspaper and Daniel Santoro from Clarín used textual phrases taken from a document classified as secret that the AFI provided the bicameral committee. The Argentine Association of Journalistic Entities repudiated Rossi's actions, claiming that the journalists operated under the protection of freedom of speech granted by the Constitution. Also somewhat related to trials, the team behind Argentina 1985 picked up the coveted award for Best Foreign Language Film at the Golden Globes. The film, which recounts the historic trial of the military juntas responsible for the disappearance of more than 30,000 people during the last military dictatorship, stars the renowned Ricardo Darín. On the night of the Golden Globes, he took the stage alongside director Santiago Mitre to thank the Hollywood Foreign Press Association, the team behind the film, and everyone who fought and continues to fight for democracy. Oscar nominations will be announced on the 24th of January, and hopefully this title will be among the Best Foreign Language Film nominees as well. Since we're on the topic of foreign affairs, President Fernandez's international agenda is quite packed this week. Several heads of state will be visiting Buenos Aires before the end of the month, starting with German Chancellor Olaf Scholz and Brazil's President Luis Inácio Lula da Silva. What's more, Argentina will be hosting the seventh summit of the Community of Latin American and Caribbean States, and special invitations to attend were sent to U.S. President Joe Biden and Chinese Premier Xi Jinping, though neither of them has confirmed yet. Schultz's visit during the last two days of the month will focus on expanding bilateral trade, investment, and financing of various projects. Meetings with Lula da Silva will focus on the Mercosur trade bloc and renewing certain bilateral agreements. Speaking of Lula da Silva, President Fernandez spoke out in favor of his Brazilian counterpart after a group of supporters a former far-right president, Jair Bolsonaro, stormed the three branches of government in Brasilia. Taking to Twitter, Fernandez emphasized that democracy is the only political system that guarantees freedoms and obliges us to respect the verdict of the people and urge the region to unite against anti-democratic attacks.
Back to China and Xi Jinping for a second, Argentina's central bank and the People's Bank of China have reactivated a currency swap to help Argentina offset foreign exchange market operations and strengthen reserves. Since Saturday the 7th, when the deal was announced, the Central Bank of Argentina has had access to 35 billion yuan, equivalent to $5 billion, to compensate for operations in the exchange market. The rest is aimed at bolstering international reserves. It's good that foreign currency is entering the market, but you know what isn't? Well, lots of things. Last week, the Chamber of Chemical Products warned some critical items have been arriving in the country in smaller quantities, which might result in shortages of medicines, soft drinks, pet food, livestock feed, and even shampoo, among others. This is due to a new system that makes import requests go through different filters of several agencies before being approved, making it increasingly complicated for manufacturers. This is the case for most industries and sectors, but the most concerning of all may be healthcare. The Argentine College of Cardiovascular Surgeons is currently lacking basic and essential supplies that come mainly from the United States and China. Several surgeries have been rescheduled, and in case of emergencies, surgeries are performed with whatever materials are available. Still, Argentina continues to be one of the main destinations for medical tourism, which is growing at a rate of 25% a year. The reasons for this are many, starting with the possibility of receiving great medical care, from simple cosmetic surgeries to highly complex practices in institutions and professionals whose quality has been internationally certified. Secondly, due to the devaluation of the local currency, procedures cost significantly less than in other countries. If properly articulated between the regulating state and private providers, medical tourism could become an important revenue stream of foreign currency. While lots of foreign patients come from other parts of Latin America, it's not limited to the region. In fact, Argentina is currently experiencing a boom of pregnant Russian women coming to give birth at local medical institutions. Naturally, this stems from Russia's geopolitical conditions and factors such as the war. An article by The Guardian entitled, Everyone is looking for options. Russian women fly to Argentina to give birth, explains this in more detail. It is estimated that between 2,000 and 2,500 Russians moved to Argentina in 2022, many of whom were women planning to give birth in the country. We'll include the link to the article in the show notes. But while some people are flying in to get what they can't get elsewhere, Argentines are crossing to Chile to buy tires. Summer is always the peak season for tire sellers as families hit the road for their vacations, but they are in short supply nationwide and sell for up to twice the price they are selling for in the neighboring country. Despite the surcharges on purchases abroad, it is still convenient to get new tires in Chile, and it is not necessary to go to the big cities. Most people are only going as far as 70 kilometers from the Cristo Redentor border crossing to the town of Los Andes. On that note about automobiles, Economy Minister Sergio Massa announced on Friday the 6th that exports linked to the so-called automotive chain will no longer be charged the additional duties applicable to other products sold abroad. Possibly as a result, automotive exports are expected 
to grow between 10 and 15 percent this year. Also, according to Massa, the country can grow above 3 percent this year while still slowing its sky-high inflation. He said this week that he's aiming for price growth to be below 4 percent monthly. Before we go, we're bidding farewell to Les Lutiers, an Argentine comedy musical group who is known for using creative homemade instruments and making the audience laugh into tears. The group, which has been performing for 55 years, also became very popular in several other Spanish-speaking countries. The good news is that they will be doing a farewell tour to numerous cities in Argentina, as well as other parts of Latin America and Europe. At the time being, you can catch them in January and February in Buenos Aires and in Madrid around June. Check them out while there's still time. And that's it for this week. We here at Rorschach are interested in learning, finding out new stuff, and connecting, but also in spending less time on screens. Question, what about you? Are you listening just because you like this? Or is it part of an effort to spend less time on screens? Let us know at podcast at Rorschach.com. It would be really helpful to us. Nos vemos la próxima semana. Thank you.